0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, notably the extended editions, especially since we are expecting or we should be having the Amazon Prime show, The Rings of Power, on about September of 2022, so coming up in a few short months um so that's kind of the reason why i wanted to rewatch the films and especially the extended editions just because the extended editions have more information about the various ages and how they tie to the current age as far as the um, transition from the um, era of elves to the time of men so um that's the kind of the starting point so As far as the watch order, it's basically just the release order of the film, so Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and then The Return of the King. It doesn't require any chopping or rearranging or additions or deletions of the content, just because in watching the films this time with a more critical eye, a lot of the stories that you see, or just about all of the stories that you see, are very well balanced, so even though at some point you might feel like they're spending too much time on the hobbits or the elves or the men or some or the various kingdoms of men or anything like that. They do balance it out um, with some of the other story arcs and storylines. And this is even more balanced when you watch all three films in succession. So the first film is more Hobbit heavy and... Um, A little bit, mostly even for the rest of the races, so the dwarves, men, and elves. Um, As far as the second and third films, it becomes more balanced in the other direction where you have more um, storylines with all the various other uh, races, locations, And various locations in the realm of Middle Earth. So all in all, that works, that worked for me. Um, the main thing that stands out when you're watching the films though is how few dwarves are in the film. So granted, we do go to the dwarf city. Um, for Gimli's cousin I think it was but because it had already been taken over by orcs and they'd all been killed we don't get to see any other dwarves um, in the films. Um, You could kind of argue that we'd have enough Short people, I guess, in the form of the hobbits, but that doesn't mean that you get to take away from ha- not seeing any other hobbits. So, Gimli kind of stands out as being the only one there. So, for me, that's kind of the one thing in not having read any of the novels for some time, so not remembering anything like that of the dwarf story arc, or because it all we see more of the dwarves in the Hobbit trilogy that, um. Watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it kind of stands out that you don't have any other dwarves. So it would have been one of those things that would have been good to see that at the last minute we have the dwarves show up to help um, Gimli because they had fled into the underground um, tunnels of the mountains or had relocated somewhere else and came to their help. Um, this is also going to be one of those starting off points where I do end up re-watching the Hobbit trilogy. Um, mostly because I remember, I want to say enough of the first Hobbit film, maybe, and then the ending of the third film for the Battle of the Five Armies, I think. Um, but, or maybe if there were even two films, I don't remember, so that's one of those things where I'm going to have to go back and definitely re-watch the Hobbit films, just to see how they hold up now as far as, um, how they decided to split it up and, um, present those stories so um but that's a review and a discussion for another time um so in watching these films overall it was very well done the only character individually that felt like um didn't have enough um character development was probably legolas just because they introduced him as being there like he kind of just showed up and then he joined the fellowship and that was about it. He's, I guess, really good friends with Aragorn from way before for some reason. But in the exploration of Aragorn's past, they didn't really seem to clarify that enough. So for me, that's kind of one of those things where I would have wanted a little bit more um, backstory. And that goes along the same lines as the backstory for, or the having more uh, dwarves in the film to accompany. Gimli because you do have Gimli's character development but not a lot no other dwarves but then on the flip side you have a lot of elves but very little character development for Legolas outside of his or besides his really good archery um, skills that he has so for me that's really the only downsides in the film. Um, As far as the presentation and the visuals go they definitely I want to say they hold up a lot of the balancing and like the color balancing perspective CGI and all of that generally hold up um, so when you're watching the films is I mean granted at this point it's been you know a good decade or decade and a half since the films came out but they do visually hold up um, part of it means that because I'm not in you know graphics design or um, production or anything like that probably, there's probably things that that stand out now after now having a you know 10 or 15 year Retrospective on the technology so things might stand out to other people that I as an amateur movie watcher don't see but for me Watching the film now they definitely hold up the stories or the visuals just looking at it the sound of it all Works really well So that brings me to the music of the film Um, By the time you get to the third film it kind of starts to get repetitive But when you're watching the first film for me, I got a very godfather vibe to it where you know, or it feels like, you know, strange things are going on, something's not right. Um, there's a kind of tension in the air that we're not sure about. And um, so the music definitely lends to that. And then when you get into the two hours or the two towers, um, it, the music turns more into the Avengers style of music where it's, it feels more heroic. You're getting to see the starts of the greatness of all the various characters. And then the Return of the King kind of merges the two and brings it all together. So while it feels repetitive on one hand, on the other hand, it does feel like the culmination of everything is in a delicate balance. So it could go either way. You don't know what's going to happen. Breaking the fourth wall, you know that the heroes are going to win and the villains are going to die. But when you're in the scope of the characters in the story... It very much looks like um, Sauron and the orcs and the Dark Elves and all of them are going to win. But Aragorn is able to come at the last minute with the ghost and help them out. And then um, the Rohirrim show up and all that for the two towers. So all in all, a very good story presented over the third, third film. So the nearly 13 to 14 hours of film that you get for these three movies definitely pays off um you can kind of see why they cut some of the content to make them around three and a half hours each you know partly it's because you know theaters want to have more screenings so showing four and a half hour films takes away from that so Three and a half hours works, but even now watching the extended editions, I could very I couldn't really tell you without looking it up what the additional content was, um, just because they presented it so well in the films that it was all seamless and well done. So it all works very well together and tells a good story. I mean, there's times when you do see that, like when you watch the deleted scenes in some films, that. Um, you can see why they cut it, why it was extra unnecessary, didn't develop the plot, or was just extra information to not include in the film, but in this case, having all the extra, nearly extra hour of content for each film pays off to um, further um, expand on the content, the story arcs, character development and all of that various stuff. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can um, comment on this post on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show and all of that good stuff. But that is all for this particular review. Thanks for tuning in and until next time.